Hanson? No, no um, <laughs> they had a live acapella no, every single episode. Yeah, yeah. acapella. That was the the Carmen San Diego acapella. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it sounded like Mbop or whatever the hell it is from Hanson. No, it didn't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I agree with no. Christopher. This <laughs> is the way you were doing it. I remember the one you're talking about, though. Uh, I don't know why that was so funny. Neither do I. You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe? I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Is this still happening? Salivations, ex-humans, and welcome to another edition of Alphanumeric, the Reboot podcast, where we discuss every single episode of Reboot from beginning to end, from season one to season four. Um, I am A.P. Sniddler, and joining me is... Kaka. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts as well, NeoCal. And I'm another one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. And I just want to say, scintillations, listeners. <laughs> Love it. Today, we are going to be discussing one of, uh, one of my personal favorites of season two. Uh, I think it's also one of yours, isn't it, Christopher? Yep, one of my favorites overall. Awesome. Uh, this episode is called Nullzilla. And it is... It's <laughs> just, just awesome. Air date originally in... Sorry, original air date was December 27th, 1995. Uh, if, I, if, I'm, if I'm correct on that. Yeah, the, uh, the Canadian aired it. Sweet. It, actually, it aired it on December 16th in the U.S. So it actually aired in the U.S. before oh. it aired in Canada. That's weird. Oh, wow. Sweet. That, well... That, that doesn't usually Heresy. happen. That, 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 that's, <laughs> that's, that doesn't normally happen to us. Um, uh, I swear, this is this is the, my, the first time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, of course. For anyone un- unaware, Mainframe <laughs> Entertainment and the show Reboot is a Canadian uh, production, yes. so right. <laughs> that's why it's weird. Yeah. Trust me, things other than Canadian broadcasting, things usually do not come out first here. <laughs> no. That is that is very true. We're actually usually pretty uh, kind of behind on the whole like pop culture thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> like things things that take off in the states like usually take like a a couple of years before they start taking off here. There was a joke, yeah, and, and then, there, then we there say was... take off, <laughs> take off, <laughs> take off. Eh? There there was a joke in an episode of uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother where one character comments that the 80s didn't come to Canada until 1992. <laughs> no, I remember that. <laughs> well, there's a there's a joke from um, one of the earlier seasons of South Park where there's a man like who who gets frozen, and he's from okay. 1996, <laughs> and I can't remember. I think they. They're like, oh, he's from a such a bygone era that we can barely understand him. And maybe I'm wrong, but I thought they like, in order to like rehabilitate him or put him back into society because so much had changed. And like, I don't know what when it came out, 2002, whatever the South Park episode was. I think right. they brought him to like Montreal 
or Toronto or something like something like that. <laughs> <laughs> they brought him up to to Canada. Well, you know there. <laughs> I might be wrong on that one. Well, you know there's uh, Canada and there's Ontario and that's Quebec. True. That is true. That, that is true. They might as well. <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> Just like there's a difference between uh, Florida and Texas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, BC and Alberta. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is. Yeah, that's a. Yeah, that's a big one. Anyhow, yeah. Nelzilla has got to be uh, uh, very high up on 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 my favorite. So I can't wait to get into this because it's. Got it is riddled with references from everything. So, um, yes, yeah, yeah. We open on lost, open in lost angles. We see some nulls crawling around. Um, and uh, <clears throat> Hexasimal is sitting in her uh, in her chambers with like next to her magic mirror, and Mike the TV and Scuzzy are there. Yeah, and uh, so we're 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 she's gazing into this mirror and she's just kind of watching it, you know, just just leisurely, you know, she's not really doing anything, but she's uh, bringing up the supercomputer mm-hmm. onto the onto the screen, if you will, and um, it, so you know she she has this secret that Megabyte just doesn't have apparently uh, because he's uh, you know constantly trying to get in there and hexadecimals literally just. A looking glass away. Yeah, he's got the brains and the brawn, but she has yeah. like the magic power. That's that's pretty much that's pretty much it. Yeah, he's got the money. She's got the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which and is the style. Hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. Being a huge buff naked blue man is stylish. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a look unto itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very hard to be like completely serious like um like mob boss while also rocking the naked look it's awkward you know everyone else like usually wears a suit they have fancy cars and he's just like naked all the time he does have that fantastic red hair piece though mm-hmm. yes that that is true <laughs> has a fantastic hair piece too that little like yeah, it's, spiky it's more... crown kind of thing Statue of Liberty esque. Oh, yeah, of, yeah. Strange thing. So, Mike, Michael, the television, is hanging <laughs> yes. out, <laughs> hanging out with Hexadecimal. Um, she calls Mike the TV Michael. Yeah, she laughs at how cool she is, and yeah. uh, she, what is it, Bride of Frankenstein? Frankendome, yeah, Frankendome, oh, gnome, whatever, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's all like, uh, I'm bored. Michael, what have you got for me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he brings up a trailer of uh, a uh, very obvious spoof on Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Even Igor. Well, there's even a really switch, stupid Igor. pun. <laughs> which I still laugh He's at. like, throw the switch, Igor? Yeah. <laughs> gore. By Gore. He's by Gore, bi- that's right, uh-huh. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Throws a switch. Yeah, because Igor and Binome, Bygor. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that before. 
<laughs> so yeah, Bygor is literally throwing is literally holding a switch that he throws at the mad doctor, and the doctor is like, "Thanks." <laughs> it's compiled. It's compiled. And the Franken gnome computer puns. It's amazing. Yeah. Hexadecimal has seen this before, apparently. And she's all yep. like, I liked it. Show me something else. Or else. Or else. <laughs> and then Mike the TV brings up this. Um, it looks like the end of an opera where you see this, this, generally, this generously proportioned binome with a Viking hat. And she's, well, it's the fat lady singing. Yeah. Um, as tradition would, would have it. And she holds this like very, very high note that apparently overpowers everything in 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 uh in Hex's lair. And right. uh it shatters Scuddy Scuzzy's little glass dome. And shatters the mirror to the super And it computer. shatters the mirror. Yeah. Unleashes some nightmare fuel. And this is very, actually this is yeah. actually kind of a stupid plot device, really. Yeah. What are you talking about? How it's like well, it's like the whole driving force for the neck for like this episode uh, was the least. opera on TV. Was the yeah? Was the opera on TV? There's like a, none of this would have happened if there's Mike a had null put the monster fucking opera on. <laughs> there's a bunch of nulls going mad, and it's all Mike's fault, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. uh. Yeah. Even I saw that as a kid. I was like, oh, this is terrifying. What the hell, Mike? Yeah. Dude. Hack and Slash are looking after um they're they're sorry, they're they're doing a very important mission. Yes. Yes, yes they yes. they report to uh Megabyte. Yeah, and they're all like, phase two is complete. On to phase three. Phase three it is then. <laughs> uh what is phase three? Read him a story and put him to bed. And it turns out that they're babysitting <laughs> megabytes null. Yep. Nibbles. Yeah. <laughs> Nibbles, yeah. <laughs> So at least he's putting them, he's giving them a job that they can't screw up, right? Uh, Yeah. You know, it's a pretty simple job for two bumbling fools, even. You know what? I was wrong. Um, They put the prehistoric Iceman and South Park to Des Moines, Iowa, (laughs) not Canada. That's actually kind of funny. Oh, it's north enough. It's it's yeah. <laughs> uh you know, someone in my life growing up, uh actually a grown adult actually pronounced Des Moines Des Moines. Des Moines. Des Des Moines. Des Money, dude. Yep. That was a reference to a TikToker. Sorry. Get that, that money. And that came up because I used to love playing Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. Ah. <laughs> A man of oh. culture. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. I, I can I, never win that game. I, I actually, I have a, a, an SNES classic that I've had for a couple of years now, and uh, I have it hacked so that, uh, so I could put like extra games on it. So instead of the 21, I think I have like 190 or so games on it. Uh, but one of them is the SNES version of uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego. And out of boredom, a few days ago, I actually fired it up and started playing it. Nice. You know, that game is really easy as a grown-up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine like, it would be. Really, really, really. As long as you have, like, a basic understanding of uh, geography and placement, like, you're you're fine. 
You ever watch the TV show? Oh yes, with the kids and the long time ago. Yeah. Uh, those kids are some of those kids are genius. Um, yeah, so phase three it is then. Yes, siri, Bob. And uh, wouldn't you know it, hack and slash fucked this one up as well. Because mm-hmm. uh, Nibbles fucks off. Yep. And they don't even notice. But before that, we uh, cut to Dot observing with a welding mask some nulls getting shocked at the principal office. Yeah, she's mm. doing a, some sort of experiment with x-rays or energy or something. Yeah. Doing some science. They're some doing science. some science. They got a bunch of nulls in different tanks. Yeah. And it, it appears uh, from... You know, in this scene, we actually learn about nulls. Um, yeah, they outright just flat out tell us. Yeah, this is what nulls are. They are ex-sprites. Kind of like ex-humans, but a little different. A little different. Squishy, yeah. not skeleton-y. Yeah, through a conversation with Enzo and Andrea. Yeah. He says, uh, Enzo says that this is what happens to mainframers when they lose in the game. Yep. So we've been able... Nullified. Yeah, mm. prior to this, we've been able to kind of figure out yeah. what, what nulls are. But yeah. this is the first time it's been, ex- I, I think anyway, it's been explicitly explained. Yeah. Yes. Um, what was that one episode where we were like, this feels like episode one? That was uh, the last episode. Yeah, the last one, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right. The, if that's episode, like the unofficial episode one, this feels like unofficially episode two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the way it progresses the story tells the viewer, hey, all of these nulls used to be sprites. Uh, Andrea says, how is that possible? The city's full of nulls. <clears throat> And Fong ends up um, telling her that uh, they lost a lot of people before yeah. Bob came to mainframe. Mm-hmm. And he started like defeating the, the user. Yeah. I mean, we've seen how uh, generally useless everyone <laughs> in mainframe is in games, yeah. other than Dot and Enzo. Until Bob's very helpful TED Talk in the last episode. Had to, mister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Had to. <laughs> Why did you do it? <laughs> and engage. I also said engage more times than make it so, actually. Um. Um, yeah. actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said engage more times than I said make it so. Oh, that was a really good impression of that, dude. It wasn't bad. I, I couldn't deal with, um... Snidler's universal smoking hag impression of everyone. <laughs> That's just what I do. I know. That's my you're voice you're for very good at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, re- the reason they're um, torturing the poor nulls <laughs> on the show, yeah. uh, remember, show. I'm also really good at doing uh, Mr. Christopher. <laughs> I hope we see that guy again. I really Me hope too. so. The accountant for the uh, saucy mayor. <laughs> yeah. Um, what they're doing is they're not just shocking them for funsies. They're trying different um, energy signatures to replicate um, some ex- a theory that they have. They think that if the nulls were to be trapped inside of a game, and it's the same game that they were nullified in. So yeah. if 
we if they got if they lost that battlefield game that we've seen a couple times, right? But yeah. Bob is in there and the nulls that were nullified were in there and Bob wins the game. They have a theory that they would come back. Like, yeah. They they'd um recompile what I'm looking for. If you will. Yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a yeah. good way of putting it. Yeah. They come back. They'd be sprites again. Yeah, they think the the game they they think the games retain uh the like basically the the code the encryption all, data or something. Yeah, yeah, of all active players. So yeah. theoretically, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So theoretically, like if they put a null into a game, then once and then they win the game, the sprite may come the ter- may come back because the game will automatically like convert them back into sprites to be players. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds believable. And uh, what they're doing here is they're trying to just recreate like energy signatures of that that happening, but it's not really yeah. easy. I guess because somehow... Because we don't know which one of them, which games they lost in. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it, it would be, you know, you'd have to find out, you have to catalog exactly what games created that null. Yeah. And it's hard to catalog the nulls because they all, they have yeah. a base color, but they more or less look the same. Pretty much, yeah. And yeah. I think they mentioned that nulls instinctually flee the area where a game is going to land. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Like, they avoid the games. How do you null a null? Um, I think they would just stay a null if uh, the area was nullified. A smaller null. <laughs> smaller null? <laughs> um, but yeah, How they, do you they crawl like instinctually... Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> How do you cuckoo ca chew? Asking the hard hitting questions here on uh, Alphanumeric. I guess you would have to put them in <laughs> I guess you'd have to put them in a cage or a container and like force them into the game. Right. And and there's no guarantee that like the user would, because from the mainframers' perspective, the games are random. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine if, like, a user like finished a game and never came back to it, and, and you you got nullified in that, and you don't have Ugh. a chance of coming back, baby? Uh. Yeah, I mean, there are tons of games that I play and win at, and then never, never even think about them again. There's so. also tons of games that I play and don't win at. And then never <laughs> think about again. <laughs> but then you're not creating nulls if you don't win at it, so everything's fine. Oh, f- fair, fair enough. <laughs> That's right. Like if you just save and exit, you're technically not. Oh, does that mean if I played like a huge open world like RPG, every time I like load it up and then like leave, I would be quote losing, and and it would be fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's say I load up Skyrim and, like, Bob and Enzo and Andrea are all <laughs> in it, right? And I just play for, like, an hour and then save and quit. I mean, technically, what ab- I didn't win. Or what about an MMO? Oh, then you definitely don't win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be fun for for a system, then. Because there's no, there's no way to lose. 
<clears throat> then again, this is the '90s where you know games were like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and the closest thing to an MMO was Ultima Online. Oh God. They definitely don't want to be stuck in that game. <laughs> uh, I have played it before, back in the day. Well, Mostly because it was it was the only game my computer could run. <laughs> there you go. That Diablo and Command and Conquer. Oh, uh, cool. This this just in. Oh. Uh oh. This scene we're talking about here, where they're trying to restore the nulls. Uh, Dot tries. Oh, sorry. I think Bob suggests ninety five oh eight. Yeah, they're saying a, a set of numbers. And, uh, yeah, apparently that is this episode's production number. Oh, huh. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, creative facts. <laughs> creative facts about reboot. Um. <laughs> what character was, was that? It wasn't this one. Oh god. Um, <laughs> it was this one. I don't know. I don't know. I have to come up with different names one. for them. I, I like that you have your own. Your I have own, a. Uh, I have a lot of. I have a lot of voices, guys. This is the one that I always use. <laughs> Oh god, I'm Mega- the only one I'm, without a voice. I'm just Megatron <laughs> all the time. Well you you do good impressions. Alright. That's is that all I'm good for. <laughs> so Hexadecimal is about to get some tentacle hentai bad oh, touch. Yeah, see there's just a whole bunch of Japanese here. references in this. Oh, so on to bad gonna... touch. <laughs> You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. Ain't nothing but virus. So let's do it like they do on the supercomputer. <laughs> Get freaky now. <laughs> what the fuck was that band called? That's like the only song I know from them. The Bloodhound, Bloodhound Gang. Gang. Bloodhound Gang, that's right. Yeah. Uh, they have another song that was a single that came out just after that one called, I think it's called Mope. Mope? That I've actually that I actually liked back in the day. <laughs> actually, I don't think I've heard it. I mean, maybe uh, I have. I just haven't known. It it is such a mishmash of songs because like it samples the um uh uh the song "Relax" from uh, by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. It oh. samples "For Who the Bells Toll" by Metallica. It samples oh, yeah. "Rock Me Amadeus." <laughs> okay, oh. that's that like cool a, in of itself. I'm, it's I'm actually it's to, actually uh, a pretty fun song. There's a like a little uh, interlude in the middle of the song where like Pac-Man shows up and smokes crack and offers them a, a hit, and, and they they're like, it. and they're like, no, Pac-Man, drugs are bad. <laughs> and Pac-Man's all like, pussies, and he takes a oh, hit. Oh, I kind like, of remember that. Oh, wow, <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> I have never seen that. Uh, listeners, uh, look apparently up. we're gonna go look up Mope. I'm gonna look that up. Look up Mope by uh, Mope. the Bloodhound Gang on YouTube. Yeah. Uh. So hex, <laughs> so hex, hex, so hex, this little thing touched the uh, getting horny. It's like an alternate realm. Yeah. I think it's a portal to the web. Yeah. 
or the it, net. It look, or yeah, it, lo- it looks completely different than anything we've ever seen in mainframe or on the show reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was not like the supercomputer. So there's some yeah. other world be- parallel to the supercomputer, and we've heard Which, binomes talk about the web. Right. It's true. Like in rumor, remember that could, whole. Look at this guy. This doesn't be, know about the web. Could yeah. this be the web? Hmm. If it is, it sounds like a bad place to be. Yeah. What are some of the terms? I know they they talk about like the net, the supercomputer, and the web, but yeah. they've they've only mentioned them. I still don't know what the difference between the, what the difference is between the net and the web. I guess we'll um, we'll find out, <laughs> or never. <laughs> Will World we? Wide web. Will we? Because <laughs> <laughs> I all don't. These questions po- and more will be answered. Possibly, we will. Maybe we will find out. So, <laughs> but this, this, the, the creature, maybe? the creature, bad touches hexadecimal's neck, right? Yeah, it's like some spidery-looking thing. <laughs> Turns are black. Yeah. And, and uh, right, right after. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and immediately after this. I don't know if you're going to say this, but uh, we see Lost Angles and the ruins, and suddenly all the nulls like perk up and they look straight at the tower. Yeah, Nibbles, the ones that in the experiments in the principal office, yeah. Lost Angles, presumably all the nulls in mainframe, like they, freak out. They know something's up. Yeah. Andrea covers her ears as well. Mm. So there's some sub frequency lower high-pitched like sound that's that even, making them lose their shit that even frisket can hear oh frisket can hear it too right yeah he like growls and, hmm uh, they don't like it new no. oh and we we got to come back to hack and slash here because everybody's slash i kind of skipped over it when uh when i when i mentioned frisket sorry but oh, all the nose jumped okay. to attention they, they they and... haven't left yet. Huh? It's the it's the scene coming where they where Nibbles takes off, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like right now where it's uh yeah where there is you got um you got Hack who's holding a looks like a toy and it looks like a guardian. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Oh, he's trying to like like it's supposed to like calm nibbles yeah <laughs> like I a guess. stuffed animal oh wait christopher we've seen that toy like five times yeah there's like a little yeah. stuffed animal guardian it's supposed to look like bob presumably sorry i just got into a sneezing fit for the past like minute or so well man you okay yeah yeah I'm all right. <laughs> that's why i wasn't i was like oh where's christopher yeah that's why there was nothing audible coming from me no are you alive? <clears throat> I don't know. I really don't know anymore. All these questions and more will be answered shortly. On where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Well, I was going to say where in the world is Christopher Siege. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where in time is Christopher Siege? <laughs> where in the <laughs> studio is Christopher Siege? Well, he snakes around the world from Hope to Vancouver. He's a sticky finger filter from Toronto to Montreal. 
He'll take you for a ride on a slow boat to Victoria. Tell me where in the, in world, the world is, is Christopher, Christopher Siege. Good <laughs> lord, blast from the past. Applause, Dude, applause. This is the wrong blast in the past that we're talking about. Right now. When he started to do what, it all just like flooded back to me. <laughs> Tell me where in the world is Corbin, Corbin San Diego. San Diego. Uh, that's how you acapella. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we should just do a special, like, little, like, release of us actually singing that, <laughs> like, in unison. Just completely. Just release it like, on its own. On, yeah, just unrelated to reboot. I'm for it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Where in the world <laughs> is Carmen San Diego podcast coming? Another Lasercom podcast coming at you. <laughs> or in the very least, the song. Okay, okay, sorry. I, I derailed Sniddler's. Uh... <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was me who did, actually, because I'm the one who started rockapelling. <laughs> I had to join in. <laughs> just heard like, the, the, the beginning of that. Man, what? The '90s, best time to be a kid. I challenge anybody anybody to dispute that. I'm sure someone who grew up in the '70s or '80s would disagree. <clears throat> well, in the '80s, you had bike adventures with friends, right? Mm. So I know this because I've watched Stranger Things and yes. any of the young adult movies that have, like, ET taken that vibe lately. Oh, E.T. Right. has a very e. strong yeah. kids riding bikes, solving their own problems feel. I mean, the poster for that movie is literally him <laughs> flying through the air on a bicycle. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, to man, be a kid yeah. on a bike. <laughs> no, I, ne- I was never big on that movie. I, I, I always I always got scared at the hazmat suits. They were coming through trying to take him away. Mm. Yeah. Think about the year. Oh, 19- yeah. Think about the year 1982, though. Movies yeah. that came out that year. E.T., John Carpenter's The Thing, <laughs> and Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Like, that was a great movie. That's a favorite. All great, spacey, alien, sci-fi-ish yeah. type feels. Yeah. Right. Very different tones in all of those films. But. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, <sighs> didn't Escape from New York come out that year too, or was that eighty one? I thought that was eighty one. Yeah, uh, I could be wrong. Another John Carpenter film. Yeah, John Carpenter podcast coming soon. Yeah. Wait, what phase is taking nibbles for a walk? <laughs> there is no phase number for walking nibbles. Well, that means he just ran away. Yep, that is yep. right. He there ran away, goes. all right. Look at him go. Yep. <laughs> No! <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't even think we're there yet. No, we, yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. That's, I jumped. Where I am. I, I unfortunately, I jumped ahead earlier, and uh, <laughs> yeah, got ahead of myself. That's okay. okay. We're, we don't I, need I, to. I unless it's important, we don't need to touch on every <laughs> on everything. No, no. Yeah. So we got dominatrix. Well, even more so. Dominatrix hexadecimal, uh, wearing all black. She's cracking a whip at Michael the television. Yep, she's been in. Uh, she has uh, been. She is bonded with the Venom symbiote. <laughs> I uh, mean, I, I think yeah, kinda yeah. yeah. 
tongue like, at all. I, 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 the <laughs> venom? Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. I yeah. lost I lost everything you said after bonded. No. Bondage? Yeah. What? Bonded well, was abandoned. Yes. Uh, it was a joke. It didn't land. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shaken, not stirred. Hey, I don't know what we're talking you, about. You, you were you spoke about her being like like all up in S and M or dominatrix or, and I made a joke about bondage. Boom. And here we Boom. are. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Correct Boom. me if I'm Boom. wrong, but it's a new look for you. I like it. <laughs> I like it. So all uh, the novels, even though they're freaking out from the the union of Venom and Hexadecimal, mm. they seem to be going towards Hex, Hex's tower. Yeah, they start right. flock. They start like uh, flocking towards the tower. Yeah, yeah. And the ones in the principal office in the little glass cages are like killing themselves, going nuts. Can yeah, they, they go? go? Yeah, they're they're just going absolutely insane, like slamming themselves, themselves yeah. into the uh into the walls of the like uh tank that they're in. The fish tank, like, if like you will. Flubber. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are they are very kinda, much like flubber. Spe- speaking of flubber, there's there's something very much like flubber a little later. <laughs> oh really? Um they well, the little humanoid version of flubber. Except big. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Right. So they decide to let out the uh the nulls and follow them to figure out yeah. what's going on yeah 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 and they're uh uh bob dot enzo and frisket are about to leave and uh uh andrea's like can i come and uh bob's like no you stay here and she's like but i can help i heard the wow. thing before your scanner even picked it up and then uh enzo is like uh no stay here uh, I'll be back soon. And she's like, all right, Enzo, you're the guardian. You know best. <laughs> Bob. And Bob's Bob like, is all like, you still haven't still told haven't her you're, told not, a you're not a guardian? Which I appreciate the, like, good on Bob for not yeah. uh, for not ruin, ruining this for Enzo. Yeah. Like, Let him have it, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, yeah. He says it, like, under his breath as they're walking away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Out loud so that Andrea can I, hear. I yeah. think he's being I, a bro. I think, yeah. Uh, I, I think, I think right now that there's probably like something deep down where she doesn't actually think he's a guardian. I think that she's just humoring him. Uh, <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you know, you don't look like a guardian. <laughs> this just in media sprite and verminous <laughs> yes. familiar. <laughs> Nothing personal. Verminous familiar. familiar. I love that. That's a strangely altered virus. News at. In this final, <laughs> in this report, final report. He says as he's ready to die. <laughs> yeah. I didn't yeah. know that the first time we watched it. <laughs> and suddenly. So awesome. And he's like, in this final report, and before he gets a chance to say his final goodbyes um the hundreds nulls. of nulls like tackle and swarm the swarmer no and we soon find out it's not hundreds it's not thousands it's like all the nulls like, in mainframe or it will a, be a lot of x sprites <laughs> yeah that's a lot of x yeah i mean they're I think they've said before that there's literally millions of nulls yeah. in mainframe. Did they say the word millions? I think they How's did in a previous episode. There's only like hundreds of habitants in mainframe now. 
Well, yeah, yeah because they've all been nullified. City. Huh. Uh, uh, I, th- I think mm-hmm. I recall and they, they, them saying millions. Oh, they, and they, they, they mentioned the Twin City. Before, I was just right? going to say that, yeah. Oh, yeah, they can you guys mention that? I think we might I might have missed that. Or was that last episode? Th- that, that was in last episode. episode. Yeah, that was in uh, Andrea. They mentioned the, the Twin City <clears throat> being mm. destroyed. Right, right. Experiment, right, right. Yeah. So... If they died in an experiment and became nulls, does that mean technically the death of a binome or a sprite turns them into a null and they can't truly die? Because I hmm. thought deletion was a thing. Uh, it's not very clear yet. Not yet. Yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, we're not. Yeah, that's interesting. I never really thought of it like that. There's because it's no shown more. people drained of energy and they kind of look see-through. Yeah, but they're still there. They just are like ghostly. Yeah. So I assumed deletion hmm. was them just fading into nothing. But if there was an experiment that like, and it's not just games, because it's implying that it wasn't a game that nullified all of them. It was an experiment, or was right. it? I, I guess I don't know. I guess maybe they'll they'll tell us. Maybe it's an experiment in a game, and I'm just. Because remember, I I don't know that people listening. I don't we're, know. We're hearing a lot of theories here. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and like the the show we're hasn't gone awry. The the show okay. hasn't really elaborated on it at all up to yeah. this point. I, I think it's cool. Will, really, mm. time to write some fan fiction. Yeah. yeah. Involving Ooh. dominatrix venom hex. I mean, oh, I wait to read it's that. not going to not have hexadecimal. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I want, uh, something to that effect, but <laughs> oh, hexadecimal! Right, she may see us. We should, we should go into chem, stealth mode. Stealth mode. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. Few people, few people can can replicate the great Scott McNeil. It's just, just awesome. They're just gold. Uh, so apparently their stealth mode is looking oily and bright, like a null. Yes. Looking all tie-dye. It is kind of funny. Look, it is tie-dye. the 90s, after all. <laughs> the the last bastion of tie-dye. Yep. <laughs> it's, yeah. Did you, have you, have any of you, I don't know if any of you follow Instagram influencers, but tie-dye's kind of making a comeback? Of course it is. Yeah. I didn't know that ever left. I mean, I don't. Oh, didn't oh, truly oh, yes. leave. Oh yes, yeah, it definitely left. <laughs> I think it did. Oh, I, I I'm no fashion guru. I don't know what I don't know what goes on. Neither I'm am like, I. I've been a trendsetter my whole life. I don't know. You, you, you. Oh, <laughs> listen to this guy over here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, like, I, just with whatever over here. I, I wear what, what I wear. Motherfucking trailblazer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was the wrong word. I just wear what I wear. I don't know. I'm no fashion guru. When they made me, they broke the mold. <laughs> so there will never be another one. Something something like my... There will never like be another mold. Would say. Uh, so, anyways, we got, we got Hack and Slash going, shush! No, I said shush! Be quiet! And when they finally simmer down, they turn to roll over to go investigate Hex's tower, and they mm-hmm. run into uh, Michael the television and Scuzzy, and all yeah. four of them, well, not Scuzzy, he's mute, but all three of them, like, scream. <laughs> yeah. 
It's coming! It's coming, I tell you! Backspace for your lives. <laughs> run, for run, lives. run! And when you're finished, run some more! Ahem. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a null! <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, have you seen have one? Have you seen one? Have, have I seen, seen one? one? Have, have I seen, I seen one? one? That's a joke, right? <laughs> I love this. He just pipes up and he gives the Webster's Dictionary de definition of joke. Yeah, because um, yeah. Hack is like, hey, what do you mean joke? And Slash is uh, like, joke. joke, noun. A thing said or done to cause laughter. Something in earnest or ridiculous. Or whatever he says. Yeah. There. I, I don't know. Something in, front of me. in earnest. And they, they, both give him this, they both give him this look as if to say like, wow, uh, yeah, you're right. You know, you're Hack. smart. Slash, it's your, your lucky, day. lucky day. You were looking for a single doll. Well, what about two million? It's no He's run away with his arms up above his head. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, like, um, Mike has been like really fucking annoying, like by and large throughout the series, but like in this episode, I, I gotta give credit to his voice actor. Like I really like the voice work in from that actor specific Michael Donovan, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the uh the the performance he's giving as Mike in this episode. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's kind of like his time to shine. Yeah. They're probably thinking, you know, like this guy's not doing enough, we need to give him more. And this Well, is I it. mean, he also voices Fong too, right? So That's true. But Mike is just brilliant because he's just out there and he's he's got you know like, what i he he could be annoying but they they we've talked about this before they write him in so well like you mm -hmm. think slash and mike the tv would be a terrible like scene but right it progresses so quickly and they're all so dumb that it's actually quite enjoyable yeah mm -hmm. So uh, they go so the bridge over the bridge. Going, yeah, the bridge going to Lost Angle, or um, yeah, yeah, going to Lost Angles. Uh, the nulls are like squeaking toward it. Yeah, like, along it, and uh, uh, our heroes Bob, Dot, Enzo, and Frisket are following along, and uh, a Hack and or Slash uh, fly into frame, carrying Mike the TV. <laughs> Which good on okay. them for saving him. Yeah, good. Where's yeah, Scuzzy, I feel though? like they're not. Oh yeah, where? Uh oh. <laughs> oh, he's uh, he kind of just oh, appears behind Mike. Right, right. He can hover. Can he? Yeah, he can. Yeah. Who? Well, he kind of always like slightly who, hovers above the ground. Does he? Yeah. 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 He kind of does this weird hovering thing. Yeah. I don't know if he can fly, but he can at least hover. Mm. He's here, so he must have. Unless, because the the bridge to Lost Angles, it does like a a loop de loop almost, right? Like, sorry, no, like a, a spiral. So maybe he just went across the bridge and he can defy physics. I I don't know. Possibly. And just action dodged all the nulls coming toward him. <laughs> action <laughs> dodged. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not attacking anybody, right? They're just. <laughs> Action dodged. <laughs> <laughs> if you hold circle after the dodge, you fall into prone. When you want to use the codec, push the select button. <laughs> when we want to get in touch with you, the codec will beep. 
When that happens, press the select button. <laughs> Recharge my batteries? <sighs> yeah, Snake, so, what um, the hell? Are, we are you trying to kill Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever, like, uh, and I found this out, uh, like, in Metal Gear Solid 1, when Meryl's been shot by Sniper Wolf and you have to, like, go back and get the sniper rifle and you have to just leave her dying body there, if you, like, decide to shoot Meryl, the colonel will call you up and be like, Snake, what the hell? Are you trying to kill Meryl? And then Naomi is like, have you gone insane? Wait, what? Really? Yeah. Oh, because she's not dead. Right, right. Yeah. And like your your mission is to save her in this sequence, but so uh, they stop you from doing it, or is there no you, reaction when you try to shoot her? You can shoot her once, and they will call you. And right, uh, that's that's crazy. And then you can shoot you can shoot her again, and then she'll die, and you'll get and you game get a over. game over. Yeah. So was that just part of Twin Snakes, or was that in the original? That was in the original. Man, what a, there's so much hidden dialogue. In those games, it's it's great. I have literally played through to completion the original Metal Gear Solid on the PlayStation more than 40 times. Whoa. I, I was counting for the longest Ladies. time. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ladies, this guy right here. <laughs> no, I, I was counting for the longest time, and eventually I just stopped. But, like, I was I'm at more than 40. Yeah, so I I, amazing. I know that game inside and out. I actually got big boss, uh, the big boss ranking at the end, which to get that, you have to beat the game in less than two hours and 30 minutes, only use one ration, you can only save once, which is at the disc swap. And uh, there's one other thing. I think you have to beat the, um, the Hind D helicopter in like less than a minute. What? And in uh and, oh, and you have to be playing on extreme difficulty, which uh you die basically. It's basically like one shot kill mode for you. Well, now can you load at least? Well, you can only save once at the oh, disc. Oh right. <laughs> so huh. if you so die, since you like, die in one hit, the ration thing doesn't seem that bad. Yeah. Well, but... uh, if you if you recall, like every time you beat a boss in that game, your health bar grows. So eventually, as the game goes on, you stop. Like you can, I think by the end of the game, you can take like three hits before you die. Huh. Well, we did yep. it. We I did it uh, once. I definitely... about Metal Gear Solid <laughs> once again. <laughs> I definitely could not. Uh, uh, do that again at this point in my life, but I was able to do it once back in like the year 2000. Hmm. There you have it. I never played it. Feel free Flab. to email us and uh, <laughs> tell <laughs> tell Christopher how uh, how you hope to be as cool as him one day. <laughs> yep. Ladies, or, you know, send if, an uh... email to alphanumericpod <laughs> at outlook.com. <laughs> What do you have to lose? 
Your uh, dignity. One ration. <laughs> I was just going to say your dignity. One ration. <laughs> uh, and my dignity, I, I lost that years ago, so no worries there. Are you mm. saying you lost Megabytes, Pet Null, Nibbles? Woohoo! <laughs> I just oh, love his reaction. He's in trouble. That's the smoothest segue I've ever done in my life. That was very good. That was actually very good. Um, <laughs> uh, what does Mike the TV say? He says, I hate to break up your little... What? No, he's like, oh, may I just stop you there? Thank you. <laughs> Although Thank you. this is a fascinating story, I feel I must draw your attention to a more <laughs> pressing matter. And he does the whole air quotes thing when yeah. he says it. <laughs> I was like, really, Mike? What's that? that? And he screams, he screams that and points that. at a now vaguely flubber-like humanoid of millions of nulls. But it's only like 30 feet behind him, so I'm wondering why nobody noticed. How in the world? Yeah. What in the net? Did they not see this? How in the net did they not see this? Yes. At 23.30 today, the Nulls of Mainframe mounted an attack on the virus, Hexadecimal. She was unprepared for the assault and was easily overcome. The Nulls uh, covered her completely, forming the monster. This reporter has named Nullzilla. Nullzilla. And uh, Dot is like, uh, why would the Nulls attack her? Hexadecimal controls them. Dun dun. Is is this the first time we've heard this? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So get some more questions percolating in the mind. Yeah. Why does she control the nulls? Mm, yeah. That's cool. I didn't... Yeah. We didn't know that. Yeah. Like you said earlier, this this feels like the new episode two. Y- yeah. <laughs> yes. I've come to realize re-watching through this show that, like, my nostalgia for reboot, like, when I think back fondly on how much I loved this show... When I was a kid, like it was definitely from like mid season two onward. Mm, yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Like, like there are a couple of episodes in season one that I really like, but like largely, like this, like this to me in my mind is like the reboot that I remember. Yeah, yeah. I remember Nullzilla. I remember, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Mike Mike tells them, hey, something came through her looking glass, and it wasn't Alice. Look, I know it sounds crazy, but something horrible came from came through <laughs> her looking glass, and it got her. And it wasn't Alice. <laughs> and it really changed her. I personally, I think, personally think for the for worst. The worst. <laughs> I personally think for the worst. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh... Uh, yeah, so we're we we transition from here to the the principal office, and basically, um, our heroes are uh, getting debriefed by Fong. Oh, Scuzzy's um head is still smashed because of the uh, the opera, the operatic glass breaking. Yep, his little yeah. brain dome <clears throat> is still cracked and smashed. Brain dome. Brain dome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, you said they were coming up with a plan. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is a hilarious scene. I'll let you guys take it away. <laughs> yeah. So so Fong is uh, debriefing uh, our heroes, and they're basically so they're like telling him like what's going on, and uh, 
Uh, Enzo is like, woohoo! No more hexadecimal! And Fong says... Hexad, right. Hexadismal. Yeah. What do they say? Hexadismal. He says no more hexadismal. Oh, right. And that's when they say, well, hexa, hexadecimal is a being of transfinite power. Right. Yeah. She has so, transfinite power limits. Yeah. So even though the nulls are, quote, unquote, like protecting us from her, she can last a long time surrounded yeah. by nulls. Yeah, because they're they're draining her energy, but she has so much power that it's going to take a really long fucking time. And meanwhile, yeah. uh, this Nullzilla creature is stomping around mainframe, just ruining everyone's day. And uh, oh, and Hex's yeah, Bob says Hex's attempts to uh, break free are devastating the city. So, so the reason why Nulls. The reason why Nullzilla is stomping around like this is because it's Hex trying it's to get out. Hex trying to oh, so around. Yeah, so it's not that she's controlling them. They have a, a bipedal humanoid thing because it's her trying to break free. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Right. So it's, it's a mindless entity that's just moving <clears throat> around as Hex is thrashing around inside. Yeah. You know what? I, that, that's good science leading up to this episode. Yes, for sure. Yep, I I, I like it. I'm that down. Makes, makes sense I to like me. It. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so speaking of Nullzilla, uh, Nulls, we cut to Nullzilla continuing to stomp around mainframe and hack oh, and or God. slash show up <laughs> looking for nibbles. Can you see him? Who? Come on, nibbles! come on, help me out here. Oh, wait, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nozilla just smacks him across the way, and he just oh, crashes. That's not him. him. <laughs> <laughs> that's not him. Yep. As uh, Slash is like flattened against a like a high rise. <laughs> also, how would he even know? If you if you yeah. line up nibbles with like a thousand other blue. <laughs> Nulls, you would never know. It's like I think a that's where's Duke. Waldo situation. <laughs> yeah, they, maybe, maybe they have slight differentiations where in the Nibble? coloring. <laughs> maybe they have slight differentiation in the color patterns. So if you spent a lot of time near one, maybe. But yeah, they have diff- they're different sizes too. But yeah. yeah, we cut back to the principal office, and Fong is like, "Do not worry, child. I have prepared something for just such an emergency." Yeah, because Bob says uh, we know that physical force can't hurt nulls, so we'll have to try containment. And uh, yeah, Fong says that, and then Bob is all like, "You're prepared for a giant monster made entirely of nulls stomping around mainframe." That, that is correct. correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> How do you plan for that? Uh, <laughs> lucky guess? Lucky guess? Just, what? I, just great I, dialogue in this episode. Oh, I, oh, yeah. There's a reason why I put that line in the intro for this I show. Love your intro, yeah. <laughs> How do you plan for that? And he's like, I will explain all in due time, but first we must get you into your uniforms. <laughs> And if you haven't seen this before, what a what a joy. What a joy this is. Oh, oh yeah. This F 
A B. So Fong <laughs> Greek actions uh, another door in the principal office open, and they uh, step through. I like that he's got a post. I just love this episode. It's just so great. Uh, I just noticed that he has I, a I'm picture. over here just splitting a gut laughing right now. I I just noticed that he's got. So this is a secret office of his. It's yeah. got yeah. lava lamps. <laughs> And he has a picture of himself with his like mouth wide open. <laughs> He's like, like smiling, a like on a yeah. booze cruise. The picture or something. of the principal office behind him. Yeah, yeah. And he's got like really goofy photos of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he does. Yeah. All their spots. And yeah. we get to see them in their uniforms. Yep. And uh, Frisket, Dot, Bob, and Mike the TV are all in different like. Super Sentai, like Power Ranger type outfits. Yep, they are they are Bug Power Rangers, basically. Is, yeah, they all have antennas. Get better. Yeah. Not gonna lie, pretty great designs. Yeah. Like Bob's in particular, the way yeah. the antennas come from between his eyes and extend above his head. Very, I'm I'm digging it. Even yeah, Mike looks kind of cool. cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Looks like I a would TV watch a this costume. show. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, you feel ridiculous. Look at me. I'm a gnat. What's a gnat? What's a gnat? <laughs> I don't know, but it suits you. It really does. <laughs> oh yeah, Dot looks good too. She's like a ladybug yeah. thing yeah, going. Yeah, it's not bad. I love that Frisket is part of this team, not an Andrea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like he had always planned. Yeah. For this to happen. And so, so he, he made it get a fucking super suit. He made a dog <laughs> sentai. Yeah. I I um, love that. Like with like complete with like glass uh, the black visor. Yep. Yep. Looks like he's wearing shades. <laughs> and he Enzo one cool motherfucking dog. He, he does look like he's wearing shades. Enzo flips onto the the scene and he's yep. green. He's clearly a grasshopper. But he's like doing like backflips and like karate moves and like very very agile. So I'm wondering, is the super suit making him way more like Very common dexterous? rider? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it is a thing with the suit. Yeah. Well, because later on, uh, Fong uh, Fong says, "Well, you know, the suits are necessary. It'll help you control your vehicles." But I don't know if that includes their actual bodies, physical bodies. I don't know. So they kind of each go to a separate part of the room. Yeah. And there's kind of like that secret entrance, almost like Batman-like thing, because like... Yeah, they Bob, go to where their pictures are. They go to where their pictures are. Dot is sitting on a couch. Very 70s-feeling couch. Frisket, like, stands yeah. over a zebra this is, print. This looks like a 70s love den, you know? Like it's it just, is. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Hey baby, come down to my basement. I was brought here. It might, might, might set the mood. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, Fong hits a, a switch or something, and they all like spin into the wall or into the floor. And yeah, they're all like trapdoor type things. Trapdoor type things, yeah. And they go into uh, before they go into the tubes. Fong says to Andrea, "Now all we can do is sit and wait." <laughs> and Andrea says, "I will stand if it's all right with you." What a perplexing exchange. I was just like, that's, <laughs> no, right? that, that was, you know, okay, sure. Just you do stand. you, lady. <laughs> you know? I just, it's, it's not 
it, I don't know what they were going for with that exchange. Just that Fong and Andrea are very <clears throat> odd. Just yeah, they're both it, odd in different ways. It, it kind of showed. Well, I guess like she's naive. About she it. doesn't understand like um, what's it called? Um, it's just a, an expression, right? He's like, oh, now all we can do is sit and wait. He's just using that as an ex- an expression, right? Yeah, yeah. But she she doesn't the, know these things, so she takes them all literally. Figures <laughs> of speech. So the uh, so the Power Rangers uh, go through these tubes and all. Oh, they're color coded. Uh, yeah. They all, they all land in this big. Uh, hanger type thing one by one and then bob is all like okay let's do it i just i just want to note here that everybody is let down gently and then Uh, mike the tv like his tube doesn't come down mike just drops from the ceiling and he's like okay uh again suits him so well because he gets no respect yeah. yeah. So Bob, the fuck? purple beetle-looking thing, says, "Black Beetle Turbo Pincer Force," <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's almost like a reboot. This giant, yeah. like tank, that, <laughs> like beetle tank, forms. just materializes with him, presumably in the cockpit. Materializes like, out of him. It looks like. Yeah, kind of like the suit. It has something to do with the suit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Dot is like Ladybird Accelerator Spotted Carapace Force, <laughs> and she transforms into a giant ladybug tank. Yep, and Enzo says Grasshopper Sink Pulse Hopping Force, and hilariously, <laughs> Frisket is all like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Definitely, <laughs> and Mike, very kind of like defeated, says. Nat, slightly annoyed, high-pitched buzzing force. <laughs> and he transforms into the tiniest, like, little, like, tank ever. It's, like, yeah. just barely bigger than him, like a smart and it, car. And it buzzes. Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Like a go-kart. Everybody out, like, just so, like, powerful and majestic, just flying out the door. And then you have Mike just kind of, like, you know, bringing up the rear, like, just yeah, classic, classic comedy. And so in the uh, in the cockpit, uh, we see of Bob's vehicle. We see him talking to to Fong, and Fong tells him that they need to uh, get their vehicles up to speed and uh, give the signal to convert into a giant robot. Yeah, and, <laughs> and he Bob, delivers it like so, well, he, just just yeah, so. This is how it works. Matter yeah. of fact. Well, yeah, the the line, he's like, Bob's like, so what's the plan, Fong? And he's like, you must get your vehicles up to speed. And using the signal I gave you, join them together to form a giant (laughs) robot that will battle Nozilla. And there's like a pause. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And Bob just stares at him and he says, you're kidding, right? These form a what? Giant (laughs) robot. Says it with a complete straight face. <laughs> and they fly around and try to, like, configure themselves into a robot manually. Very yeah. awkwardly, yeah. Very awkwardly, it's kind of funny. And Bob's like, Fong, this is ridiculous. We're never going to get a robot out of these. A robot. A yeah. robot, yeah. <laughs> they don't even fit together. <laughs> you must you give, must the, give signal the signal all, all at once. once. And so they do. That was and great it's timing. <laughs> Yeah, and there's and this kind of like uh, reboot icon with like a blue flurry. 
behind them and all at once, including Frisket going, rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> Reboot Robot Entomologizing Force. That's right, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and now and they the, have this. And then the icon, uh, their heads disappear, and the icon uh, shoots up onto a giant robot oh, yeah. standing in the middle of a... It's a cool transition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. Um, what does it look like? You said it looked like a particular like giant robot from a certain show. Uh, so the robot model in this show was actually reused uh, a year later in the first episode of Beast Wars as the <clears throat> pre-T-Rex robot form body of Megatron. So like episode yeah. one, um, what a protoform Megatron when they're in the when they're in space. Yeah, before they take, uh, well, at, just after they've crash landed on the planet, just before they they take on beast forms, we see like a kind of like shadowy shot of Megatron as he's talking right. to his computer and he's sitting in his chair. And uh, yeah, so they reuse the the robot model from this episode for that. And the head to me on uh, this reboot Megazord <laughs> basically. Uh, the 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 head to me is kind of reminiscent of a, uh, a an old anime called Grandizer. Mm. The color scheme and the shape of it, yeah, yeah, with like the horns on the side and like the the kind of faceplate that it has. Yeah, it's what it it's what it reminds me of. I, I dig what this looks like. It looks like a a police like mech. Yeah, not gonna lie, I would legit watch this show. Like, like I would watch like a spinoff of reboot. That's just this <laughs> reboot robot entomologizing force. Yeah. All right, that's our next fanfic right there. Yeah. Yep. Oh, there's kind of like a grainy, like old timey, like video clip of yes. different sprites wearing different comical costumes. <laughs> running in terror from Nalzilla. Yeah, reminiscent yep. of like old Godzilla film. Old Godzilla yeah. film, yeah. You're reacting in front of a screen. <laughs> yeah. Before yep. green screen and all that, yeah. Pretty genius. And, and uh, Hack and Slash uh, try to stop Nalzilla single-handedly <laughs> and get flattened. But it's okay because they don't, don't, they don't really... follow normal physics. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually like the second time one of them's been flattened this episode. Yeah. yeah. So what they do, if I know anything about how their physics works, is they take their thumb, they blow on it really hard, and they inflate themselves <laughs> back up. I just, I just love the way <laughs> I love the way uh, Hack's eyes bulge. <laughs> oh, right before, There's just something yeah. so cartoony about it, and it's just. It just screams and like his eyes just come out of it. Yeah, this is brilliant. You know what? When I was a kid, didn't mm. like Hack and Slash and Mike the TV as much as I actually do rewatching this as an adult. Yeah, you'd think I would dislike them. I would like them less, but no, I actually think they're they their comedic timing is some of the better writing on the show. mm Hmm. Especially late, uh, where we are in the series now. Yeah. So just before Nullzilla like is about to smack uh, an apartment 
tower, specifically Bob's. So, yeah. So what I want to bring up, uh, and this didn't occur to me until just now. Um, so the reason why, like we, we've learned that the reason why Nullzilla is stomping around mainframe is it's hexadecimals attempts to get free. Yes. Nullzilla goes to Bob's apartment. <laughs> specifically. Oh. Yeah. She's looking for help from Bob. Yeah. Maybe and internally we, and we know, somehow yeah, and we, she's... Yeah, yeah, and we know that, that Hex is like madly in love with Bob. Mm-hmm. Huh. That's an interesting point. I never thought of that. So I, subconsciously, she's directing Nelzella towards where she thinks Bob might be? Right, yeah. Yeah, this, like, I've seen this episode, like, literally dozens of times, and it only just occurred to me now. Wow. Oh, that's I, a that's very a interesting theory. way to look at that. I might wow, be I reading like too much into it, but... <laughs> no, I think that's actually perfectly valid. Wow. Why else would it try to specifically go at this one building? Interestingly enough, when Nullzilla is tapped on the shoulder, it reacts. Mm. And Bob inside the cockpit, which is always in the head of these giant, like, um, like Power Ranger mechs, right? Mm. Uh, sometimes um, it's in the chest. Oh, in the chest, you're right. No, this one's yeah, in the yeah. Chest, isn't it? Uh, this one's I think in, in this in this yeah. one, they're behind the eyes. Yeah. And what is Bob oh, saying? Okay. He's like, Stomp, destroy my apartment. I don't think so. <laughs> And gotta, he goes to put his get hand... that catchphrase in there. Yeah. <laughs> is it bad? Is it is it very, very bad? bad? <laughs> how, how bad is it, Fong? <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Tell oh, me. Geez. Slow. <laughs> Slower. <laughs> now, now squint your eyes like you're angry. <laughs> oh. oh. Anyways, he pucker <laughs> your lips as you say it. <laughs> um. The the mech puts his hand on like nullzilla's like i guess it's shoulder yeah and null, all the nulls like shift where the head is so that they just kind of like engulf the hand of the the robot right and then he pulls they they pull the the robot's hand free and it's like limp as if the nulls like sucked all the energy out of it oh yeah. good point yeah yeah i didn't think of that actually yeah because nulls absorb energy right <laughs> Yeah. So if there's enough of them, they can. It's like a pack of like wild like dogs. Like they, they can they can take somebody out, and they they suck all the energy out of the the hand. And Bob says, "You guys always hear something different." I I think he says, "This is not good. We're gonna have to try to the subtle approach." Yeah, I can hear that now. But for some, yeah, for years I thought he was saying, you know, the sucker punch. <laughs> but now after really listening, like yeah, I can, I can hear subtle approach. And the subtle approach neither makes sense. Boxing Nelzilla. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing subtle about boxing someone face to face. Because uh, sucker punching is so, more like sucker punching. It's you know, you know, you sucker punch someone. Sneak so, attack, yeah. I, I want to mention exactly subtle. Sorry, go on. I, I wanna mention, um, I'm watching this on the uh, Canadian streaming service Crave right now. Um, and the closed caption says Subway Punch. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we so let's, let's go with that. Three it's things. Mix, mix we're going to try the Subway 
punch. We're going to have to try the sucker punch, and we're going to have to try the subtle approach. Viewers, you break the top. <laughs> <laughs> the subway uh, punch. The subway punch. <laughs> Get a $5 foot long out of wow. it. Wow. <laughs> $5. $5 foot long. You know that fucking commercial is 10 years old oh, now? God. I was in a Reddit thread recently and noticed that other people had randomly brought that up and they're like, how is that song still stuck in my head? Right? I'm like, <laughs> I, I actually don't know what, what it is, so I'm glad. Oh, you never saw that commercial? No. So oh, wow. I'm free. What do you mean, Barks has bite? <laughs> that, oh, though, that is in my head forever. <laughs> I love that commercial. Johnny? Yeah. What do you mean, Johnny? Barks has bite? <laughs> I haven't seen him that excited since he got his heels. <laughs> oh. Ouch. I don't know if that commercial even aired. Well, I know the $5 footlong commercial. Well, actually, I don't. But I, I think it aired in the States. I don't know about the Barks Root Beer commercial, though. Uh, Yeah, I'm not sure about that, that one. I don't know about the States, but yeah, I remember seeing it all the time. Oh, yeah. And it was around this time, too. It was like 95, 96. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Feel old yet? Yeah, yeah. No, not really. <laughs> so Bob, I am subtle, <laughs> Bob's subtle approach to I, I, see. I feel old when I am like talking to a coworker about one of these shows that we do, <laughs> and uh, they were born after the uh, the episode that we're current rev- currently viewing, <clears throat> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh yeah to their that credit they're, they're this time to, to their credit they're quite <laughs> they're, they're quite interested in hearing about it and i i found out recently actually like tell other people about these shows so i'm like yeah. hey cool thanks yeah so bob's idea of the subtle approach is uppercutting boxing and uppercutting nullzilla Onto his apartment building and destroying it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very subtle approach. He doesn't seem that upset. He just kind of turns to Dot. They're at some like control panel. And he's like, oh no, I just redecorated. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, he took that well. He's still uh, uh, hopped up on the adrenaline of the the subway punch. (laughs) What a what a what an interesting finishing move. Ultra <laughs> entomologizing subway punch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Or no, I guess his would be like um Mega Beetle Buster punch or I don't know. <laughs> Big <laughs> bad beetle borgs. Oh my god. Oh, there's another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shout out to that one um Beetleborgs podcast. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the the self proclaimed only uh, be- big bad Beetleborgs podcast until we start one. We yeah. should start a VR Troopers. Oh God! <laughs> you know, you know, I never actually watched VR Troopers growing I, up. I think I saw one episode. Didn't only care a, for it. a couple. Yeah. yeah. I remember that theme song though. Yeah. We we are we are we are. <laughs> oh yeah yeah huh. i don't even know how because like i don't even remember ever watching the show at all i couldn't tell you a goddamn thing about it but <laughs> no. i remember that theme song 
Yep. It's all about the theme song. Where in the world? So anyway, um, <laughs> the Nullzilla doesn't. It just seems to get back up, right? Like it's just a bunch of nulls, right? Yeah. So it yeah. gets back up, and Bob kind of like lines up like the eight ball and kicks it at it. Yeah. Oh, we should have mentioned that the um, uh, after uh, Nullzilla got up, it actually spat out the eight ball. Oh yeah, out of its like. <laughs> oh, yeah. <head. laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, it spat out the eight ball from uh, Bob's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then uh, uh, the Megazord like soccer kicks the eight ball right into Nullzilla. Yep. And they radio Fong, and Bob's all like, Fong, we're managing to keep it under control, but we can't do this forever. And Fong's all like, use the Matic, son. He's like, the what? The what? And all of a sudden, the, the robot, yeah. The robot, yeah, use the disruptomatic, right? <laughs> and he, the robot starts like patting itself down as if, like, oh god, like, where did I leave my phone or my keys? Where are my yeah. keys? Little <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Macarena dance, you know? And Bob's like, what the hell is a disruptomatic? And then it kind of takes like a feminine stance and puts its <laughs> hand on its hip, and we hear Dot's voice. Yeah. Fung, we haven't got a disruptomatic. <laughs> yeah. And Fong's like, uh, just a second. One moment, my child. And he switches his, like, camera on his laptop, and it cuts to a camera, and there's a giant axe behind, like, um... Pane of glass. Like a pane of glass with, like, an emergency, like, red border around it. And, and maybe one of you can see the writing on it? So the yeah. right, what the writing says on it is, in case of giant null monster threatening city, break glass. Yeah. <laughs> Only because brilliant. of that. <laughs> uh, so he literally look, is they prepared forgot their for one this. weapon uh lucky guess <laughs> they forgot the... it was an inside job it was an inside job there you go they forgot the one weapon they needed to bring with them yeah. but to be fair this is their first day in the job fong should have reminded them <laughs> yeah it's an inside job i'm telling you fong knew fong knew so they keep <laughs> boxing Nullzilla yeah. and trying to knock its block off, so to speak. And the uh, the music uh, uh, Mickey Mouse's along with it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So like every time. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Yeah. In time with the punching. Uh, listeners, like things like that in movies <clears throat> and television is kind of is known as Mickey Mousing. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, my favorite. Don't know why <clears throat> we're talking like Megatron all of a sudden. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Finally... Uh? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. So, this is confusing for me. So, Nullzilla is a non-sentient like entity made of all of these nulls, but it manages to like headbutt or knock um, the robot on its back, and then it proceeds to jump up and down on it like a toddler throwing a tantrum, like trying to crush it. Yeah, and I'm like, how is it doing that? Other than that, it's just entertaining, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we cut to Andrea piloting the giant axe that is the Disruptomatic. Apparently, yeah. 
You can fly it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you I can mean, fly the disruptomatic. And she yep, flies it into. Happy thoughts. Yeah. She flies it into the robot's hand. That robot's hand clutches it. It connects, and they smack Nelzilla off of them. Uh, yep. Just just before uh, Andrea arrives with the uh, the disruptomatic, though, um, I want to point out that like, what is the pose that the Megazord is doing here with its left hand as it's like punching Nelzilla? The pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it on video. Like, Let's look at here. look at what it's doing with its left Before hand. Before they get knocked onto the ground? Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it looks like it's biting its nails. Oh, there <laughs> it is. I don't, one sec I don't here. know. What is that? It's just keeping its guard up. Keeping a an arm in front. I think. Of it. I think it's just. Yeah. I think. I think that's it. Because Nullzilla is winding up for that final punch. Yeah. You. You just keep your arms and, up when you're boxing. They're kind of right? just like uh, bracing themselves. I suppose, but like the like the pose that the hand is it in looks is like really weird. They're playing a weird violin. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back back um to the when they're back to their feet. Uh, Bob's like, good work, Andrea. Get up here. Take the arm <laughs> elevator. To... And as he's talking, Andrea <laughs> just like walks up right beside him. And he's like, take the arm elevator up to level 54 and follow the signs to the chest cavity. <laughs> She's like there the whole time. And yep. he just kind of turns and looks uh? at her and like looks shocked. <laughs> uh? Great, great writing. I love oh, yeah. this. Oh, yeah. So then we get to see what the Disruptomatic does. It's It's basically just a a giant immersion blender. <laughs> That's basically it, yeah. Gonna make a frappuccino. Yep. It yep. starts spinning so fast it starts to glow. Yeah. And they just send the nulls flying, just all yeah. across the mainframe, <laughs> in giant globs of nulls. Is it... Everybody is running in terror. <laughs> and there's the, the clown gets knocked over by one. I just love that. <laughs> it's It's nice. <laughs> Oh yeah, nice. the clown. Yeah, is nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, the nulls are even like peppering um, hack and slash, which surprise, surprise, are completely back to normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're kind and of they... like mildly like annoyed as they're like landing on them. And yeah. slash turns to an orange one, and he's like, "Oh, here he is!" And he goes to touch it, and it like zaps his energy from his finger. Yeah. Oh no, that's not him. <laughs> I love that. <clears throat> Star uh, back at, at the foot of the Gundam. The the thing, the giant robot. Where Hexadecimal is laying on the ground. Looks like she's recovering, but a little drained. And Bob's standing over and trying to figure out uh, what happened to the thing. Whatever, whatever caused all this is has left her. Yeah, it's just gone. Yeah. She's just laying there. So I don't know if it, the Disruptomatic did it or <clears throat> whatever that like little black, like, Octo? Venom, basically. Yeah, uh, the symbiote. Let's, let's call it the, the symbiote for now. <laughs> um, Maybe it left Hex because she was getting her energy drained. And it was maybe. like, fuck this shit. Maybe. Yeah. 
because we uh, cut to a shot of the Silicon Tor. And Nibbles is crawling back into his cage just in yeah, time for... Um, yeah, Bob had scanned her and says, he's like, it's strange. Whatever caused all this is gone. It's gone. Yeah. And Nibbles is returning obediently to its um, its cage. Yeah. And just as Mega, just as uh, Mega Bite is showing up, yeah. And he's like, "Oh, there you are!" And he leans down and picks him up and says, "Father." Ho-ho. He calls the Null Father. And then he laughs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I'm shit. like, "Hold up! What? Interesting. Hold up! Wait a Who's cycle! Nibbles. Wait a cycle! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just a nano click." And Megatron, for some reason, starts turning and looking around. He's like, where are those two bumbling fools? Megabyte. (laughs) Oh, God, I said Megatron. I can't even make it a single (laughs) episode without calling Megabyte Megatron. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, in the the roof, like that little symbiote. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The little symbiote, like, perfectly burns a silhouette of its body shape, like, through the wall. And just kind of like ominously like floats towards Megabyte. No. And that it was interesting that, that when that happened, <laughs> he yelled he, he yelled no as if he knew exactly what it was. He yelled was no coming like for him. As he if yelled, he was helpless to like do anything against it. He yeah. yelled no like he just found out that Padme was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Reboot no. did it ten years before Star Wars. Just saying. Uh, Take yeah. that. Take that. Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck Star Wars. Wow. Yeah. I I I a controversial opinion, but I agree. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so yeah, the symbiote uh, take uh, engulfs Megabyte, and now he's all black and tonguey, just like he's Venom black as well. and silver instead yeah. of like blue and gold. This is yeah. a fucking badass looking Megabyte. He's got say. gold teeth. Yeah, he's got like silver claws, like silver accents on his like chest for the viral si- symbol. Yeah. Oh, right. He does have gold, and his teeth are gold. Red and eyes. The, and red eyes. Yeah. The long venom, t- like 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 tongue again. Yeah, the um the 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 dark or the black or the shadow version of Hex and Megabyte look badass. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I had an action figure of that one actually. Uh, it was oh, the, cool. the 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 oh. black and silver Megabyte. I don't Sweet. know where it went. They got lost in a move when I was. Oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's always the way. I'm I'm looking for it still. <laughs> Looking for love in Alderaan places. Yeah. And that's it, folks. And that's it. That's Nullzilla. Uh, Stidler, you want to tell them about our rating system? Yes. Um, we have a, um, a four-tier... What, what would you call it? A four-tiered rating Four-tier. system? Yeah, yeah from, from, from let, bottom from, to from, top. Yeah, from bottom to top, we have... We have... This is bad very bad which is obviously worse but if it was yeah. so bad but not horrible then then it was um oh my gosh how come i can never remember this one 
I don't think so. There, yes, that's right. I don't think so. Yeah. So that number two up. is I don't think so, which is not horrendous to our senses. Yeah, exactly. It's but not like it's, it's not high code. Not high code. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then we have the good side that we have. We have that was easy enough. Uh, which means wasn't terrible. Wasn't the best. So, so but I, I liked it. And yep. then we have the best of the best, which is alphanumeric. I like that three of those, the bottom three are Bob, Bob yeah, sayings, yeah. and the, the best rating is Enzo's. <laughs> yeah. Enzo's phrase. Also the name of the show. So. Uh, so who would like to go first? Yeah, Christopher, let's. Oh, I'll go first. Uh, I'm giving this one a highest possible alphanumeric rating. I love this episode. This is legitimately one of my favorite episodes of Reboot. Definitely in my top 10, might even be in my top five. Uh, of I, all Reboot? Yeah. Love I love it. all the, uh, I love the Power Rangers, all the Power Ranger stuff. I love the music in this episode. Oh, yeah. Mm. Like the music that plays. Uh, uh, it's just during funny. The, during the Megazord fight. I think yeah, it's, it's funny, too. It, it's a funny episode. Like the TV's lines are great. Yeah, frisket like rawr, 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 <laughs> as if like there's an actual dog language, right? <laughs> all, all all the way down to the um, the uh, in case of null monster threatening city break glass. Yeah, like it's just, it's just great, great writing in this episode. That, that's such a little detail too. Like, would you even have been able to see that on a old no. CRT television? No, no, I, I don't even think see so. it on my copy unless I pause and get up close mm-hmm. so yeah Alpha uh, yeah i i'm gonna give it the same I, I thought it was like funny i'm not a super fan of like power ranger like type stuff but it's not like that's a primary focus of the show and yeah. it comes and goes with such good timing comedic timing that it's it's just a joy like it doesn't it, it everything adds to this episode yeah mm-hmm. it's one of the better ones definitely so yeah, it gets alphanumeric for me too. Well, I'm pretty much gonna third um both of you all because yeah, I agree pretty much on every count. It was just great writing. And it also, you know, you're you're learning more about mainframe, you're learning more about the history. Yeah. And it gives you more questions as to whoa, wait a second, father, twin city, and now we're learning about nulls and now we're listening to and now it's we had this thing come after Hex, and now it's going after Megabyte. Oh, like what's happening? And Nibbles yeah. is Megabyte's father, apparently. Like, yeah, like what, the what in the world? I, I'm so. I, this might be, you know, it's it's hard to quantify. Like, I really like Bad Bob. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh, what was Enzo's birthday? Um, Talent Night. Talent Night, right? Yeah. For for different reasons, they're just really epic. Right, yeah. but as far as like lore provided mysteries, like starting right, um, general like what? Wait, what's going on? Oh, that's how nulls work. What? Why does hex like it asks and brings up the right amount of questions? Um, it makes mainframe seem a part of something bigger. I it might be might be my favorite so far. Hmm. Definitely bold statement. Yeah. And I, I believe the next episode after this co- like continues directly from 
this one. Like, there's no time in between. Like, we it starts right after this, does it not? Yeah. Yeah. Well. So it's an alphanumeric. Handle- it's an alphanumeric for me too. Awesome. <laughs> All right, yeah. uh, Snidler, Where can people find us? Uh, we they, people can find us either on Lasercomb Productions uh, on Facebook, L A Z O R Comb, hair comb. Lasercomb Productions on Facebook or www dot. Do not forget this. <laughs> com. Just kidding. www.alphanumericpodcast.ca Yeah. Very, very important for the www. Otherwise, Otherwise it's a it doesn't, it doesn't do the thing. That's yes, the, because I know dick all about websites, so <laughs> that's, that's why our website looks like shit. because I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it doesn't look like shit. It's a very good I, I think it's cool. I like it looks like... It, it kind of... The website kind of feels like GeoCities, like this was made shortly after <laughs> shortly Reboot, after came Reboot out. was made, yeah. Right. So yeah, I don't know if Christopher was awesome. going for that, or if that's how it ended up, but it's I approve. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, I just want to remind listeners that we have a contest going. Uh, if you want to win a digital copy of the 1995 anime ghost in the shell send us an email to alphanumeric pod alphanumeric pod at outlook.com in the subject line put contest all you have to do to enter is just tell us a memory associated with a uh, reboot uh winner will be drawn at random so uh don't don't think you have to like embellish or come up with a really good story it could be literally anything but uh yeah, do that. The contest is still open until March 15th, I believe, was the deadline that I set. 2021. So do the thing. Do yeah. the thing. Win yeah. some ghost in the shell. Do the thing. Yep. We'll be back next week with the eighth episode of season two, Gigabyte. 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 Uh-oh. I, I've just got to say this. I, I scared the crap out of me as a child. Uh, a lot of this. But, you know, I'm not a child anymore, so, you know. I'm a child at heart. So it scares you more. It scares me even <laughs> more. Uh, yeah, so we're, we're running out of time here, so we are going to get out of here. I've yes. been one of your hosts, Christopher Siege. I've been another host, the AP Sniddler. And I'm yet another host, NeoCal. Wishing you all a happy week. And stay for a Merry Christmas. And a Merry Christmas. <laughs> God bless yeah. us, everyone. Yeah, until <laughs> until next week. Happy Hanukkah. Yes. Yeah. And and as always, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Sneaks about the world Mermaid Yet to Carolina She's a sticky-fingered culture Bumbling down to Belize Take you for a ride Mermaid The most to China Tell me where in the world is Carmen San Diego There's only South Korea Making honey cups cry on gold From the Red Sea to Greenland Will they sing in the blues? Will they never Arkansas Will they become from a jungle? 
pocket burden. She's a missing misdemeanor when she stole the beans from me. 